a Radio 191 FM podcast. Monday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Morena, John. Kiara Koto. And on the roundup today, we'll be looking at government reactions to the mosque shootings. So, with the anti-Muslim terrorist attack in Christchurch, people in New Zealand are now facing their own 9-11. That is, as with the widespread effects the Twin Towers attack had on American culture and politics, New Zealand's own 9-11 will bring about a range of political and cultural changes in this country. With the mosque shootings, there is now pressure on the government to take action. And out of both legitimate concern and perhaps opportunism, politicians will bring about a range of new laws and restrictions. Now today we'll look at likely changes to New Zealand's gun laws and New Zealand's gun culture. Liberal gun laws in this country have been cited as one factor that allowed the Christchurch mosque shooting to occur. The mosque shooter used two semi-automatic weapons and two shotguns and he was in a possession of a valid gun license. One likely change in gun laws is that guns will have to be registered. Currently, only gun owners must be registered. And we can expect a coming ban on automatic and semi-automatic weapons. And although we are yet to see any legislative change, the government is already calling on gun owners to hand hand over their semi-automatic guns to the police. Now, gun lobbyists, gun clubs and gun owners are likely to be the focus of concern over the coming weeks and months. But is New Zealand's gun culture out of hand? And should there be a comprehensive crackdown on gun ownership? Is it fair to lump the gun lobby, hunting community in with terrorists? And should law-abiding gun owners have to face severe restrictions because of the actions of one lone wolf terrorist? Resistance to gun reform is unlikely to resonate with either the government, the police or the public. And unlike in the United States, the gun lobby does not have much political weight in this country. Nor is there a culture in New Zealand where gun ownership is championed as a right worth protecting at all costs. However, a gun culture does exist in this country and guns are widely used on farms and for hunting. The coming crackdown on gun ownership will therefore affect a large minority of the population who use guns legally for recreation and for sport. The big question of course, would of a more regulated gun regime and restrictive laws have prevented the mosque shooting? Perhaps, but of course who knows. Certainly the Islamophobic terrorist Brent Tarrant had been able to attain his guns legally. Although there is evidence that some of his weapons had been illegally adapted to enhance their rapid fire capability. And of course guns can be bought illegally in this country. New Zealand gun laws have remained fixed for over 26 years. Where there have been calls for reforms in the past, such as when a major gun incident has happened, the pro-gun lobby has up to now been able to successfully push back. The gun community in New Zealand has been adamant that their rights as responsible gun owners should not be curtailed due to the actions of a criminal minority. 
However, in light of the Christchurch terrorist attack, the gun community is more than likely to keep its head down. The general mood of the government and the public is for comprehensive gun reform. In response to the Christchurch terrorist attack, it is there is now a general consensus that gun ownership needs to be restricted and there need to be tougher regulations on guns and gun owners. The gun lobby knows that it will need to acquiesce or face a severe backlash. And that's your roundup for today. Thank you for that, John. That's okay. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.